Welcome to Story Route Zero. This is a podcast where friends gather to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the strange worlds of video games. We often don't know where we're going, but that's half the fun. Come on the journey with us. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRouteZero. You can send us an email at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. That includes questions, concerns, comments, complaints, pet pics. Send us some recipes. Send us some stories about your day. We're going to listen. Podcast start your engines. We have liftoff. Let's have a journey. You see my range. You could change me if you wanted. Just rearrange it for pieces and run. That's new pornographers. My name is Matthew. I've got three friends with me. This is Story Route Zero, episode 113. And we talk about video games. You've heard no one interrupt me, so I, I, Michaela. You just solved a Rubik's Cube. How are you doing? I survived the weekend and now I am here. Who are you telling? Jason, what up? I survived the weekend and I am here. Cool. Moose, you shaved your head. Yeah. How are you doing? It's time. Doing pretty good, man. Nice. It was a good day. Weekend was good. Got a lot of the game I'll talk about when we talk about games in. Some time with that, but other than that. Good, cool. Well, speaking of video games, let's get right to it. Who wants to go first, Michaela? So, I played one thing again this week. Actually, I like I as anticipated, I did not have a ton of time to play because I had my sisters in town and I had plans Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What did Um, we say last week? It's unhealthy to break the description. I know, know. how'd how'd that go again? I want to hear that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I already had enough of this shit this town? weekend. Who was in town again? How long was in town? How, how long sister. did you have plans? <laughs> we went to a Narragansett brewery. It was full. Oh yes, I love Narragansett. What you don't yeah. like Narragansett? Oh, I don't mind it. The, the uh, I mean, it's not my go-to beer, but sure. by any means. Um, but. All of, you know, being so popular, all that shit and aside, I did manage to beat Xenoblade Chronicles today. Nice! About two hours ago. Congratulations. G-G. So, G. How me many about side 50, quests did you rack up? It took me about 58 hours and I completed about 300 of the side quests. Okay. Going back to yes. the other 190-some? Fuck that shit, no. Um... <laughs> but what i am doing is i played the first 30 minutes of the future connected um extra story that they added to the definitive edition of the game when they re-released for switch so i am looking forward to that that from a quick google i surmise i've got about 10 to 12 hours of content left to go with the extra story that takes place a year after the end of the game um but uh, in terms of my final impressions of the actual 
first Xenoblade game. I can definitively now say I do overall prefer Xenoblade 2, uh, not just for the characters and the story, but also for the gameplay. Um, you just love what you love. I think that they did, when they wrote the second game, they did a much better job of like developing characters that have a complicated past and backstory and it's non-linear storytelling where you you learn about that past as you go and it informs the overall world um there are a lot of parallels between the worlds um do you guys know anything about the actual story setup of these games so in the first game in the first game everybody lives on these two titans essentially called the mechanis and the bionis um, and every the entire rest of the world is just ocean. So you can only live on these two giant uh, dormant gods, essentially. Um, and the the these things from the Mechonis invade the Bionis and it kicks off a war, um, which is where you come into the game. Um, and in the second game, instead of just having these two dormant, like, titans you have a whole bunch of titans um but they're dying out and instead of a regular ocean it's an it's a sea of clouds so again it's limited resources limited land space getting more limited causing wars and stuff like that so that's the essential premise um of these games uh which is it's really cool the way that the story builds in both i think they just did a much better job in two because in two you also have in addition to all the different races that populate these titans then two you have these things called blades which are essentially living weapons so you guys know pyra and mithra they got added to smash bros um they are one like one of the most powerful blades in the world um so they exist as themselves and also as a sword that the other main character rex like uses and you fight together so everybody in your party is like a twofer you've got the the driver and the blade um and it, it makes for these really cool uh characters and arcs and conflicts um and they just i don't know i think two just has better characters better stories even though the voice acting is admittedly horrible in two a lot of the voices in two are bad um just straight up terrible but it's okay you love the characters anyways um i also like the music better in two the music's good in both but i like it better in two i like everything better about two i enjoyed one i did um, it had a great ending for all but one of the characters. Poor friend zone ends up friend zoned so hard. It's okay though. Um, uh, maybe she gets wait, 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 wait. You said poor friend zone. Yeah. Is the character named friend zone? She might as well be. <laughs> okay. I heard she it. Just, too, she man. just out there trying to <laughs> I'm love like, and she got put she, in the she corner. She said poor friend zone got friend zoned, and I was just like no her her name is melia and she gets friends oh, okay. so hard um, like if they're naming a character friend zone and putting them in the friend zone that's mm, no bit uh, lazy and on the nose jrpg she's, she's the only one who ends up with like a not happy ending everybody else gets like a super happy ending uh, and she just gets friend zoned and her whole family died. It's fine. It's great. It's whatever. Uh, Next, she's the main character of the extra story. <laughs> let's make a JRPG and just name them what they are. Depressed but victorious hero. This is the protagonist boy. 
this is the friend zone. This is the waifu. <laughs> Pretty Actually, much. that seems, seems might not be a bad idea. This is badass with- samurai man. <laughs> Seems helpless princess who's actually the badass heroine who saves the day. Mrs. Fights God with the power of friendship. Um, Which is what you do in Xenoblade 1. You become as gods and then kill God with the power of friendship. And that's pretty much how you end up in outer space somehow. Because... JRPG logic. It's literally at one point you're like you're on this place called Prison Island, killing your not friend who turned out to be evil. Surprise! Uh, and then it's like we're in space. How did we get here? Oh, let's go kill God. It's like okay, go. It's cool. Whatever. It's fine. Um, but I yeah, I'm interested to see what this extra story adds to the story um and i'm more hyped than ever for three because i can only hope that it's going to keep getting better and better and better because i think personally two is such an improvement in every way but the voice acting on one um so three is looking awesome and we'll talk more about that later but yes i beat the game but i still have the extra story which is what i will work on for this week it's It's fascinating to me because normally spiritual successors are garbage in terms of video game, but this spawns from Xenogears, which is one of the And Xenosaga. And Xenosaga. And then this is just so well received. Like, well, okay, maybe they don't all suck spiritual successors, but I was gonna say, I think Xenoblade is actually kind of controversial because not everybody liked one, and then a lot of people who liked two didn't like one, and a lot of people who liked one don't like two because they are very different in terms of their gameplay systems. I think two is just so much more sophisticated, and some people just didn't want to understand it. Whatever. To each their own. I, just, I bring it up because I love Xeno Years, but I've never played a Xeno. Same here. I've never, you would, I've never... I, you, I'm going to tell you right now, Jason would hate Xenoblade. Hate, 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 hate. Love I, yeah, entirely. Could, I mean, just, just knowing what the games look like, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I can see that. But like, but like, I'm, I'm with you, Jay. Like, Xeno Gears is probably one of my favorite, probably like my 20 favorite games ever. And I've not gone into anything since. And Xenogears was actually a... It was supposed to be a spinoff of FF7. But then they let... Then it was going to be a sequel to Chrono Trigger. But then they just decided its own thing. And then... Square does some weird shit. Yeah. Like Bravely was supposed to be a Final Fantasy spinoff at one point. Everything was originally a Final Fantasy spinoff. Except Final Fantasy was probably originally a Dragon Quest spinoff. Spin, spin, spin. Square likes to spin their shit. Um, also, I don't know anything about Xenoblade Chronicles X, so maybe I should like look that up. I don't know if it's going to have any bearing on the third game, but I really know nothing about that one. Yeah. So Next. <laughs> Well, I mean, go. I'm gonna be. I, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna. You'll have more to talk about probably than I will. I'm going okay. to assume. Um, I. I mean, I, I was playing more Elden Ring, of course, but I'm not really going to talk about that. Other than the fact, I still 
fucking love playing that game. Um, but uh, a buddy of mine and I jumped into some Rocket League over the weekend. Or no, this would have been Friday, I believe. So after my head, my eye had been sort of almost back to full strength. Like I hadn't put contacts in yet, but we jumped into Rocket League and we went on a fucking tear. And we we did, we settled back into old habits like early on, lost two games. And then we just, we just kept winning, we kept scoring. Rocket League is still really funny. You should play it. That's all I've got to say. Elden Ring's pretty cool too, but, but yeah. <laughs> Jason, continue. So, I was playing um, Vampire Survivors as one does with the new update. Uh, You cannot pet the dog. God damn it. You cannot pet the dog in Vampire Survivors. But maybe maybe that'll be the next patch. Fear not. Fuck you doing, Vampire Survivors. Hold on. Hold on. You can't pet the dog because you can play as the dog. There's a new character, and you can play as the dog. And the dog's weapon, and so when you select the character in Vampire Stars, you see the weapon icon, but it doesn't actually tell you what it does. But when you get in-game, you can see it. Um, basically, the dog crop dust enemies. Just runs around and crop dust. It's called Celestial Dusting, but it's just and weaponized dog farts. Hey, we've all we all have dogs or been around them. I mean those those are weaponized already. I mean, I'll I'll say it right now, Bagel at points has a radioactive ass. <laughs> oh, I Callie and Bruno <laughs> have cleared a room. <laughs> I mean, he he's he's got dog parents in my wife and I that both have digestive issues and he keeps up with us which is kind of impressive but uh but but yeah but yeah so dog farts is a video game weapon i'm you know i gotta make sure this update the game is up to 88 achievements um but anyway i was playing and i was playing before my um mandatory kirby session yesterday with Aria. And she walked in and I'm like, all right, let me finish. And she's like, I got to power up and she goes, oh, what happened? I'm like, oh, the game pauses. She goes, but nobody's moving. I'm like, yeah, it's when you pause the game. And she goes, she said something and I didn't really hear her. And it was like, but not in Dark Souls. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? She goes, it doesn't pause in Dark Souls. I'm like, excuse me? She goes, when you were playing Dark Souls, you still got attacks when you brought the menu up. I was like... He's learning young. That's a I mean, proud it's, dad that, moment. It's a true statement. I would have been like, that's a true statement, but <laughs> just catching on quick. Yeah. Um, played Kirby. We made it to the last um, world, so we'll probably have that beat this week. Um, nice. And I beat Dark Souls 3. Congratulations. Thank you. I will say my rating is 231. Valid. Well, uh, I want to know your favorite bosses from 3. 
and this is you didn't do the dlc correct but sure. you did all of the optional bosses yes in the base he's done game. all he's done all the optional bosses yes um, i made sure he did that uh the the watchers was a cool fight um the two the brother princes i mean Twin princes, stopped. yep mm-hmm. um my introduction to the dancer was pretty cool some some dickhead. Um. So this the this little cinematic played, and then I walked forward, and I'm like, "There's another cinematic," and Moose is like giggling like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I was in the party for this. It was great. <laughs> and she kicked my ass. Um. But no, she's lovely. I, uh, I actually I liked Aldrich. Wormy boy. Uh, I liked it better solo. Like the I fought him the first time with Henri, but then mm-hmm. you go back without Henri. Wouldn't offer. I killed him in your world. You couldn't help me. No. Um. But I didn't really like the fight necessarily, but Nameless was a cool, like. He has a Doom chicken. Enough said. I didn't like um, I'm Osiris or I'm Osiris. Gonna, Osiris. 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 Yeah. Because he, he was, he must have just sniffed a couple lines right before. Because me and Moose went in there and he, he would, he was all like, neither of he us would not stop. Aggro. Like you don't want you don't want disembodied wailing baby as your like constant backtrack. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed three. Um, I just but like I said, I think I said last week. I think one and one and two were like kind of similar, and three is obviously the well, obviously Elden Ring's the the newest evolution, but three's. Obviously, the evolution, but I like the close quarters kind of feel to one and two. With two, I feel I like better. But um, because I also like the with two where there was more bosses. Three obviously has two has more bosses than three. Three doesn't have. I feel like you were going through like dungeons and areas more than fighting bosses. Um, but yeah, um, definitely enjoy. I'll, I will go back to do the DLC. Um, I have to do the DLC in two as well, I believe. One I did, so it's just two and three's DLC. Three's DLC has some of the best bosses, mm-hmm. one of them more than the other. Just about every one of these games, like the best fight, the best boss fight is usually in the DLC. Um, and I think the exception to that is probably one, just because. Isn't it just you, No. No, she's in, in the painted world. In, in, in yeah, she's one, in, it's in. Artorius and Manos. And I think. Yeah, Artorius one, I, I, is really good. Artorius and Manos are both fantastic fights um 
I just think uh, I I just think that smog or smog and orange. Smog, I like to call them smuff. Yeah, I know smuff. <laughs> smuff they are smuff, Smufflepuff and Ornstein uh, are, are. They are. are it's fight. just. It's just. It's such a special fight, and I don't think. Yeah. I don't think any. This is also a unique fight. For, Sif is a great final, fight. For final bosses, I would say for me, rating wise, one, two, three. I liked one. I felt was more. He's like in your face, and like the fact that I also that I parried him at the end was cool. Mm, yeah, two is just chaos. Parrying Gwyn is a good ass time. Two would have been cooler had I one shotted it. I did kill two of the bosses, and then I was like, if I have to play both these bosses again before the third one, I would have been pissed. Um, yeah. But I guess because technically, Matt, the first two would be the ones there if you don't do the optional part. So. I think if I don't because, because you played scholar because you played scholar of the first sin, I like when I played scholar of the first sin, I got all three of them. I don't know what you had to what I had to do differently to get. Not I think the the final king, one. if you don't fight the king, you don't do the third fight. Okay, and 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 I fought the king because I did it when I first when you first when I first played the game when it first came out, it was just Nishando is the final boss. Yeah. And I think she I think she's a wonderful fight, annoying as shit. Um, but a wonderful fight. And I and and a lot of uh a lot I, I who you fight, Aldea at the end yep. now. Yeah. See like if you kill I honest if you kill the king, I think you fight. I'll be That's honest it. with you, I don't remember that fight at all. Like, I, just, the, I, I have no recollection of oh, it. Oh, she spawns the spikes and goes on fire and throws waves at you. Yeah, like and I I have no visual recollection of it at all. But um yeah, me and Moose um three's final boss, we kind of wreck shop. It in the defense of three's final boss, there were two of us. You did not see some phases, and uh, it, it was a one shot. So yeah, you I, you I can feel... see three has a really unique final boss in that it goes through different phases, but it's not like you can get a different version of that fight every time you fight him. Like mm-hmm. he's got a sword phase, a spear phase, a magic phase, and he goes through different weapons and cycles through. And what you get is kind of randomized. Um, and it's supposed to kind of, I like that it represents like all the different players that have come before you, essentially all the different, uh, like he's the soul of Cinder, the Ashen ones that have come trying to rekindle this shit. Um, he's cool and he's got great music. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think, I do think that the, 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 the final boss in three is the easiest of the three final bosses. See, I I just can't get out of my challenge run mode head, and having sure. dealt with him in Soul Level One, yeah, no, I don't I, know I, that yeah. I can agree anymore. Um, but yeah. my perception of difficulty in bosses is not like I don't really remember what it was like the first time I just ran through the game normally because I dif- like just went into so many different challenge runs after that. 
Um, one gives you the least time to prepare. Like you pass through that fog wall and Gwen like fucking leaves. He's, oh, he's yeah, he's he's, he's like, hey, welcome ass. to my house. Here's my sword. <laughs> he's like when you fight um Lor- uh, Lorian and what the second phase or mm-hmm. the princess, the second phase, yeah. like the cinema ends and like the other one spawn and you're like, what the yeah, you I gotta love it. There's all like it's you gotta get. I would be upset if there isn't like at least one boss fight in a FromSoft game where you kill it, and then there's a cutscene. You're like, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, and you know what's yeah. coming next. Well, three, three has two resurrections. Oh, it's yep. <laughs> well, I'm not without playing the DLC, but in the main game, the Watchers, <laughs> and then. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. Just wait. We'll be waiting a while because I'm not going back yet. <laughs> oh, I forgot to I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you guys. I should say this um, because I should have included this when I was playing. Uh, Reba played Elden Ring. Ooh, this weekend. <laughs> and, and she's like, she's like, sure, I don't want to play that game. I'm like, all right, here you go. She's like, no, I'm gonna play on my profile. I'm like, oh, she played, she's like, how long do you think I'm? How long do you think I'm gonna last? You think I'll last five minutes? I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, so she she appropriately dies to the first thing you're supposed to die to. Then she goes into the tutorial area to, I'm like, you might want to go there just so you can learn things. She's like, is it worth it? I go, if you don't know what you're doing, yes. She waltzed her way to the, she she did not take a hit until she got to the boss gate. And then she's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not going to make you. So she logged out right there. She's like, you know what? For someone who doesn't. End your career on a high at hit list. Yeah. Like she did great. A hit list. Elden Ring hit list. Yeah, yeah. Any so, percent. I did Elden Ring any percent hit list. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, <laughs> literally any percent. But I do want to say she did fantastic, and I'm proud of her. So. Shout out. Yeah. And that's it. I'm reviewing two games. Um, one I can talk about next week. The other two weeks. Um, cool. But, Moose? So I played a lot more of a new game than I have Elden Ring this last week. What? I I picked up I picked up Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is awesome. It is a blast. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um I'm like level 23 now. Something like that. I like what they've done with the game as far as like changing things up. Like you used to get used to have like a standard melee weapon for each person and then maybe a gun would have a melee but now they have uh now you actually have weapons you can carry around with you like or maybe that might just be my class but i think it's all of them but no, you would be carrying a sword a hammer all kinds of different stuff which is awesome because... it's melee and four weapons okay i thought so and so it makes like melee more viable and a lot more fun, especially like if your shield goes out and you're low on health and you have a weapon that steals health or, you know, demolishes stuff real quick. Like it's, it's nice to have. And they changed 
they change grenades, which is nice. Like you're not carrying, it's like a spell book now and it's on a cooldown. And so your spells can do like crazy cool stuff. Like there's stuff that like summons a boulder from the sky above the enemy you're targeting and just drops it down and creates this big giant explosion of other projectiles. The one I have now are, are buzz saws. And so if I hold down the grenade button, I fire out like three or four buzz saws that go forward and then they'll bounce around a little bit and have fun with that. So I'm like, that's really cool. And that's on, I think, like a seven second cooldown, six second cooldown. And I should be using them a lot more than I am because I just, you know, I've only been playing the game like I think this week the most. Like I played a lot Saturday and then some yesterday and some today, but I did a lot of side quests before progressing the story uh, to a certain point. And so uh, I'm kind of like bouncing back and forth between side quests and main missions, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, the guns are really cool. Like I really enjoy the shotguns because the shotguns, you just have like a pile of crystals on the top of the gun and it shoots like, it's like moon veil, Matt. Like it's just like a beam that just goes out a horizontal beam and like just destroy stuff. So I have right, right now I have one that does fire damage, which is nice. Um, Comet Azure or <laughs> Uh, the sort of the sort of night and flame, <laughs> but uh, it's it it's just it's just cool that the, the the way it works. And then like you reload it by sprinkling like dust on the crystals to like recharge them. I like Dude, this is I, amazing. Like I'm having I, a blast with it. Are you crop dusting crystals? I am crop dusting crystals, <laughs> but also like they added more stuff. Is in like now you have armor, like you have a chest piece, you have uh, a necklace, and two rings. And so I like the way they changed things up. I'm using the the grenades a lot more in this Borderlands than I have in any of them, I think, ever. And same with the melee. Like, I rarely ever use the melee. And so now I'm using the melee all the time, especially on enemies that are weak and get in your face because you can, your weapons can crush them pretty significantly and then you're just on the next one. Or if they don't kill them, they do a really good job of stunning them. So, like, you can, like, get them out of your face and then, you know, just keep shooting them with your gun. But I do like all the all the guns. Like, I've, I've got a, uh, I've got that fire shotgun. I've got a fire submachine gun and then just a regular assault rifle, uh, which I'm enjoying. Um, but it's just, it's been a lot of fun. I like what they did with the classes because, like, you get two different actions. So, I'm playing the, uh, uh, is it Clawbringer, Jason? I think mm-hmm. is the name of it. Yep. As so I basically have a hammer. And so one of my actions is either I slam the hammer down and create like a fire Nova explosion, uh, or I can throw the hammer and it does lightning damage wherever it lands. And then I can call it back kind of like Thor does. And it does damage when it comes back to me. I switch to that because I like to like hit the enemies that are all like, you know, pulled up or whatever, they're all like bunched together and then just do damage when I pull it back to me. And then as you move through the story, you get like a a secondary class. So instead of them being like, here's the claw bringer and here's like three trees, like you normally get in Borderlands, you only have one tree while you're playing until you get to a certain point and then you get a second class and you can pick one of the trees of the other classes. And if you don't like the skills of your class, but you look or like the the action skills, but you like all your bonuses, 
you can switch to, to another class's action skill. But in my case, I thoroughly enjoy my action skill, but I like all the, uh, the Stabomancer. He's uh, all stealth and like quick. So like all his skill points are like increased melee and weapon damage, increased movement speed. You know, it's like all this stuff that's very complimentary to the play style I'm doing. And so I'm sure it's, it might not be a viable build for like end game or rating. So like I was telling Jason before we started the show, I should probably watch some videos on good builds for the call bringer, but I'm, I'm having a blast with it and enjoying it. It's, it's a lot of fun and the quests are funny and tiny Tina is, is hilarious as usual. And so are the other people. I think Will Arnett's the main bad guy. Yep. Uh, Andy Sandberg is the, I guess he would be one of the, he'd be the protagonist and same with Wanda Sykes, I think it is, yep. is the other character. So there's two characters that are basically playing Sorry. your character, talking to Tina, interacting with her while you're playing the game as the player. And so it's, it's been cool. It's been fun. A lot, same Borderland humor, but I don't feel like it's been treaded before too much. So I'm not bored by it. It's a good time. Hearing you talk about it, um this weekend it was kind of like you know i really do like the borderlands gameplay loop i do think it's good um but you're wearing me down in terms of playing it and the fact that you sent that gif of torg as a bard it, it that is one of the best. <laughs> that's <a> hilarious <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, and then you stuff. and then you just said you just said the words and I'm, i want to make sure i'm saying this correctly Stabomancer? Yep. Yes, there is a there is a class called the Stabomancer. <sighs> yeah. I don't yeah, know the sounds, other how many classes. It sounds, like, it sounds like, like my kind of time to be honest with grave, you. The grave born, the spell shot, the spore warden, the clawbringer. Yeah. They're all so there's like they're 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 made up by a 13-year-old who only eats crumpets and blows shit up. I mean, of course they have weird names. Yeah. Wait till, uh, wait till, wait till you run into the fairy godmother. I feel like that's just going to be <laughs> Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force at this point. No, it's a character from Borderlands. <laughs> oh, I do I do like the overworld. Oh, is the it What's-Her-Face from cool Borderlands 2? What's her no. name? No, it's, oh. it's him. No. It's him. It's a him. Oh. oh. <laughs> but it is, it is quite funny. Speaking of, that's the one thing I'm I like and hate the overworld map. I think it's a cool idea, but I also like the the normal Borderlands of finish the zone, next zone, next zone. You can revisit because the overworld sometimes gets a little obnoxious in navigating. Like Mm -hmm. it's fun because it's it. They portray it as like an actual map, and like there's a Cheeto blocking your path. And like Andy Samberg's character is like, Is that a Cheeto? And Tina's like, No, it's an interstellar cheese dust bomb that fell from the sky. meteor. Yeah, it's an interstellar cheese meteor. And, you're you just just, like, and it's like, Did you just put that there? No. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Like, it, it is somewhat cops. nice. There's bottle cops that are upright, so you have to like punch them down to create bridges. But it's yeah. also like, I don't want to walk. I'd rather just fast travel quicker to where I want to go. Yeah. 
So it's a cool, yeah. I think they can, that can use maybe a little more. Cause you don't, you don't move super fast on the map. You can't run. You can't run in the overworld map, which I think is like. I mean, it's not massive that you have to, but it's sometimes yeah. you just kind of like, okay, I just want to get to the next like zone where I fight. Cause they actually have the RPG essence of random encounters. You'll get attacked, which is kind yeah. of cool. And then you go yeah. into like a battle. Yeah, and then you just got to clear out the people in the battle, and it'll be like encounter one, and then you just go claim your loot. But it, it, I like it also in that there are shrines throughout the overworld, and right now I have the one that increases my coin by ten percent. So at least it's not like you can at least go around and try and find the shrine pieces and unlock the other shrines. I did want to also mention that this is I really thoroughly enjoy the loot. In fact, in to the in the uh, in the way that. Like, you get legendaries more often. Like, I have gotten, like, way more legendaries, and I'm only, like, level 23 than I did, I think, even playing all the way to the end of, like, Borderlands 3 without going, you know what I mean, to, like, certain bosses and farming like Jason and I have done before. Like, I'm just, I was in a random encounter and op- and hit the dice, and the dice rolled, and just a, a, a legendary popped out. And then the same thing happened with like just a random like you find like random golden dice, twenty side sure. dice throughout the world. And I found a I found a, a legendary in that. And so, so the I dice thought in, the dice increase your luck by one percent. And there's two hundred sixty dice in the world. So if you find all of them, yeah, you're gonna be raining yeah. legendary. And they is that tied to a trophy? Because that's gonna be fun. I don't know if it's tied to a trophy, but they just patched it that all your characters will benefit from the you don't have to refine the dice oh nice yeah because like when you go into each section it's like and you hit when it's like two of 25 so i'm sure there's like with how many sections in the game 250 makes sense so i'm sure it increases it you know by a certain amount but anyways it's borderlands but it's not and it's which makes it really cool I, yes, I, and I was saying that to a streamer friend of mine when I was watching the stream and I was telling him about it because he wants to pick it up and play it. And I was just like, it's Borderlands, but the changes they made to it, like, it's a nice refresh for the series, in my opinion. Like, they, re- they really uh, uh, made some good improvements on the gameplay. So, anyways, but yeah, I'm just playing a lot of that lately. And some Elden Ring, of course, but I don't need to talk about that. Well, news-wise, speaking of Borderlands, we're getting a sequel to Tales of the Borderlands. They announced it at PAX over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, No further details, but it is this year. Is it? Now, is it Gearbox specific, or is it the people that were formerly? What was it? uh... Uh, They didn't really release the details. I don't know. it's... It's just coming. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Splatoon 3 got a release. It's September 9th. Mm-hmm. And it basically kicked Xenoblade Chronicles 3 out of that window. And in a rare move, though, it's earlier. Xenoblade is now launching July 29th. Yes, a reverse Ooh. delay. I was like, what do you even call it if it's the opposite of a delay? It's so rare we don't have a gamer word for it. That's true. Really? No. <laughs> like an early release. Is, like, I was like, I a see... legend, a myth. 
Like, <laughs> a unicorn? I've seen a few, like, a couple days early type, but never, like, more than a month. Like, now nah, we're going to, the game's Yeah, we'll just throw it. Yeah. We just gonna do this. Let's just yeet it out the door and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Plus, the new one, has a launch date. Um, looks like it'll be June 13th for the US. Uh, and it looks like if you have PS Plus, you'll be converted to the lowest tier, but you can pay the difference to upgrade. It'll be easy to so, because I know people were worried, because like I'm tied up till 2024, I could play the pay the difference, or just cancel the difference, like at whenever I want. Like I, you can upgrade at will. So that's pretty cool. That is uh, cool. PlayStation also announced uh, VRR is coming this week. Variable refresh rate finally. And a number of developers said that it's ready to launch. I think it's like 15 games or so uh, immediately. Nice. <clears throat> so if you have the screen, get to uh, enjoy that. Very nice. In a square move, they showcased a new Final Fantasy VI statue that is surely not going to sell to anyone because it costs $12,000. Yes, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand dollars. Oh, don't worry. Someone's gonna buy it. Elon Musk Musk is a gamer. He'll buy it, right? It's worth more than my car. Blizzard <laughs> <clears throat> uh, announced the next uh, World of Warcraft expansion. Dragonflight, which was what was leaked, but they confirmed it. Uh, no dates yet, but it does look like the alpha will be soon as a uh, 10.0 PTR did leak the files. So um, we'll hear more about that. It, um, it's pretty exciting stuff. New level cap, new zone. Uh, Blizzard also announced this morning at 7.30 this morning. Weird time. Diablo <laughs> Immortal has a release date June 2nd, but it'll also be coming to PC now. Um, it looks like it'll be in beta on PC June 2nd, but phones, uh, I don't know if it's a full version or what. I guess there is cross-save on it, so you can play on your phone and your PC. Still free to play. <laughs> oh. The previews I've heard, it's kind of like Diablo 3.5. People did like what they saw. I'm not um, a mobile fan, but I would try it on PC. But I hear it runs wonderful on the Backbone or Razer Kishi. Kishi, mm-hmm. I think that's what. So definitely excited to try now that it's on PC. Or will be on PC. Well, we'll see what it is. Hold me over yeah. to four. Yeah. And it seems like the next Tomb Raider was announced. Yeah, so Square uh, basically confirmed that whatever this next iteration of Tomb Raider is going to be, the next saga is in development, but they gave no further details other than confirming 
that yes, the game exists and they are working on it. We we mock Nintendo, we make fun of them. Square though will announce something like low key and not even make a big deal about it and then move on and not mention it ever again until someone else finds it. Till several <laughs> years later. Mm-hmm. It will be on Earth. You will be seven years older and you're like, oh my God, I forgot that this was announced. <laughs> this is a thing? I mean, let's look at Kingdom Hearts. I know. Everybody's like, why, <laughs> why aren't you excited? Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced. Why aren't you exploding? You love Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, it'll be seven years my before 30s. it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I will be I will be pushing 50 by the time Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. I'm like, I'm not even convinced it will be the next Kingdom Hearts game. Come see me when I'm in my mid-30s and I'll tell you if I'm excited. Speaking <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts, someone beat the first game with a DDR2 pad mm-hmm. a few days ago. So people yeah. do some weird shit in Kingdom Hearts. Like the guy who leveled up to max on fucking Destiny Island. Shoot me now. Kingdom Hearts people are weird. Oh, and the Switch Online library. (laughs) Video game people are weird. (laughs) The Switch Online library added Sonic, Spinball, Shining Force 2, and Space Harrier 2. Um, Nice. Sonic Origins was announced and Sega seemingly was bought by Ubisoft just for the announcement because they announced a DLC package of Ubisoft proportions. There are like nine versions. You don't actually get all the stuff, even in the most expensive version. There doesn't make any sense, but all is right because Devolver announced all versions of Trek to Yomi. I saw that. Every single version will have everything included at the same cost <laughs> everywhere. Did you guys see it. this chart? Hold on. You got to see this chart. The did on. an Ubisoft chart, and every Look. box is checked off for every version <laughs> of the game. The, the, one thing that, the one thing that will probably not surprise me in video games for a while is just how committed to the bit Devolver Digital is. Here, I got it. I got it. Like I saw that I saw that Deus Ex Mankind Divided fucking Sonic Origins chart. And I'm like, really? And like half of them, it doesn't even seem like you get the game. Which is and granted, I didn't look at it. I didn't really examine it, but like I'm like, are, are some of these actually just not the game? Which was bothersome. Wait, you, you gotta should... read this chart. It's Trekkiomi base game. Check. 10% off. Check. Epic Journey Through Underworld. Check. And, and back. back. Yep. <laughs> Full credits at the end. <laughs> Check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love like one of the one of the versions of that Sonic was like in menu animation or something like that. Yeah. Men um start menu animation or something. It's like, I'm sorry. What is it like? Does that mean you don't have Sonic just waving his finger like you used to? What are we doing here? This is this is why Sonic, as a video game franchise, has gotten shit for so long. Yes, it was very very odd that they. Apparently, those movies are good. So I don't know. I mean, I was excited for Sonic Origins, like. 
all the classics like one package on Switch or wherever you want to play, but then they announce that and you're like, <laughs> just finding ways to make me not like you. But um, yeah, that's about it. Um, none of this interests you. Guess what? It's not all about you, gamers. Bye. Story Route Zero, we have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about them. Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fun culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. Thank you for listening to Story Route Zero. We hope you have enjoyed your time here as much as we've enjoyed having you. Once again, questions, concerns, complaints, pictures of pets, or favorite recipes can be sent to storyroutezero at gmail.com. You can yell at us on Twitter at storyroutezero. Rate us and review us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you may have found us as it helps with discoverability. If you'd like to hit us up individually, you can find Moose Cool at Sven, that's S-V-H-E-N-N on Twitter, PSN, Instagram, and of course, Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall writing at obelisk.co. You can also find him on Twitter, at GimpyJ, with two Ys at the end, as well as PSN, Instagram, and Twitch. He also has his own website, whereisthepausebutton.com. You can find Michaela Crescione doing all sorts of writing at obelisk.co, as well as on Twitter, at redxmod. My name is Matthew Keel. You can find me everywhere I'd like to be, at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitch. That's PSN. And I also have my own website, infiniterewind.com. Be sure to check us out at all the places... You are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. Thank you for listening, but for now, it's back to the real world for us, so we will see you on the next one. <laughs>